your go-to place for all the latest news from the Carolina Clash, Ultimate Late Models, SCDRA, and the Carolina Sprint Tour. This is Doing What John Dirt. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Doing What John Dirt. I'm your host, Evan McCrory. We are coming back from the One Hot Summer doubleheader at Rome Speedway. It was my first time out there. I'm going to get into that and all the racing results and everything going on this weekend later in the episode, but... Today, we're going to be talking to Cale Deese. He is one of the SCDRA front-wheel drive regulars. You see him every month with the SCDRA, and you'll see him at some more local shows around like Sumter, Lakeview, just more in the South Carolina, Georgia area. You'll even see him at Talladega and other places, but we're going to talk more about that, learn more about him, his story, why he got into the front-wheel drives, and just all the type of stuff like that. So hope you guys enjoy, but before we get into it, uh, don't forget to go to drinkvictory.com and use the code DUNEWITCH10 for 10% off your order of their magically flavored electrolyte filled water that is zero caffeine. Uh, good energy drink for kids or just anybody of all ages. Uh, it's very tasty. I got my new sh- shipment of it coming in with obviously a t shirt. And uh, speaking of t shirts, if you want your new t shirt, they are now in. Uh, I'm going to talk more about that later in the episode. But yeah, let's talk to Kale. All right. Today's guest is a driver of the number 35 funky fast Chevy Cavi with the SEDRA. Uh, he had a strong B-Main run, winning the first B-Main this past weekend at Rome in the One Hot Summer doubleheader. Uh, had a little bit of trouble in the feature. We'll talk about, about that later down the line. The Edgefield Flyer, Kale Deese, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just got done watch, uh, watching this race car finally and got it in the shop. Get up on Jack Stanson, see what we've been. Uh, so you're telling me right before we uh, started doing this that you have a little bit to work to do on the car uh what happened in the feature how was the feature for you and uh what you got to fix for the next race yeah uh, right now i'm not real too sure what we got to fix um haven't really haven't been able to go over it yet but uh i know we're gonna need to replace the door um i thought the car was gonna be really good going into the feature it ran good in the b main and uh lap one just racing incident uh racing for the same real estate uh, with some other drivers, and we all just kind of got tangled up. And then uh, on lap 30 on the restart, and somebody just drove up into my left rear and uh, sent me spinning down the straightaway. And luckily, Jacob uh, caught me and saved me from going into the infield wall. But um, And under caution, it was just fish tailing all the way down the straightaway at caution speed. And I'm like, ah, I can't drive that. Mm-hmm. I understand so I, that. Just, I just pulled it on in and called it a night. Yeah, I I was in turn three and fourth for the feature, so I saw everything that happened that restart with the 95 and the K3 getting together, and then that caught you up. And I honestly, I didn't know until I didn't see you back out there that you were in caught up because my angle of how the front stretch and uh, the corners were. But, yeah, uh, you you were looking really strong in that B-Main 1, or B-Main 2, actually, uh, where you just pulled away from them. They had a couple of incidents going on. Uh, Marcus yeah, flipped. I'm, I'm glad to see that they, uh, the guy who flipped, uh, I didn't catch his name, but Marcus I'm Smith. glad to see that he was all right. Yeah, that was a scary one uh, between him and the 91 and another car, too. Just I, I saw that coming down the front stretch, and uh, whoever caught the video, that was Maddie. Shout out Maddie. She, she'd be mad if I didn't shout her out because she was the one that sent it to me. But <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> her and Paul got good videos that where uh, just got hooked going down the straightaway and just flipping hard down turn one, hit the – I'm not too sure if they hit the uh, the little pit exit wall there on the outside. I'm not too I sure if he, he hit it. I think he hit right before it. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I think he missed it. He hit right before it. 
is yeah, what it looked like on the video. Because all of us in the corner, we were scared about him hitting that. And a lot oh, of people yeah. are standing there right, too. Uh, Paul Clayton was talking about that all weekend. Yeah, he was. I remember it. And I, I talked I, I talked to him right after the driver's meeting, and he mentioned it. Yeah, he, he was talking about that all all Friday and Saturday night. Somebody's going to hit that entrance. Somebody's going to hit that entrance. You know, and that, uh, you know, also the same thing was said about uh, Tri-County when we went there. Yep. Uh, I, I haven't been to Tri-County, so I haven't seen what it actually looks like in person, but I've seen the... I've seen plenty of videos of that stuff happening. I actually have the race pulled up on my TV right here by me, and I just saw the uh, the, the big incident of the race between uh, Gibson and Wyndham. Uh, just your point of view. Were you still on track at that point, or was that right after you were off? Uh, when uh, when uh, Gibby and, Gibby and uh, John got side-by-side, side and then Brandon uh, ended up getting disqualified after for going back around. Uh, yeah, um, I was already I was already in the pits. Oh, I just saw your car in the infield. <laughs> yeah, and I did, and I didn't catch what happened to um, like during racing conditions. I just mm-hmm. saw what happened during the caution. You know, when I seen I seen Gibby start on the, uh, stop on the front straightaway and then waited for basically waited for John to go by him. Yeah, and you know, driving up next to him his engine. And I'm like, oh, something's about to happen, and sure enough, yep. that's that's what happened. That was another bad angle for me because there was a. There's a hauler right at the beginning of turn three that blocked my view to really see it. But I got a good video of what happened in the corner. I was recording almost every time that the pack was going by, just trying. I knew and something was going to happen. Tensions were getting high. It was a it was a really entertaining, good, good overall race. I feel like I feel like the fastest car won overall with Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. But th- this is just my point of view. Some people might not see it like that when it comes to that incident. I feel like Gibby, uh, kind of. I'm not too sure if he really kind of went up a little bit higher than he wanted to and then tried to get back down lower, and just John was there, and they got yeah, together, and, and then yeah, Jacob just, asked I mean, him. To me, you know, me watching it, it looked like they were both racing for the same real estate, and, um, and just one of those situations where you know John didn't lift. He was, And also, it's coming out of the corner, you're in the throttle, and everything happens so fast, sometimes you don't have mm-hmm. time to check up. You really don't, especially um, how quick those corners are there. Yeah, and like, and how long those corners are, you've got to be in that throttle. If you are not, you are going to lose a ton of track position. And how much were you guys lifting if you were at all? Uh, I was lifting probably about three quarters of the, uh, down the straightaway and and kind of coasting it into the corners. Uh, I mean, but on Friday night, I mean, I was – uh, I was almost – I never touched the brake the first uh, practice session we went out. Yeah, because the track was uh, completely the, the, different. I mean, the track was hooked up, and then all of a sudden it rubbered up real quick. And uh, then I couldn't get the car to turn at all on Friday mm-hmm. night and, uh, you know, pushing like a dump truck and then, you know, qualified 14th. With, I mean, not too, too bad, but, you know, still we wanted to be we – we wanted to be locked into that top 10. Uh, we felt like we had a top 10 car. I felt like I had a top five car for that feature. Um, and, uh, you know, just looking at my lap times, you know, it's like, I can get up there. Did you guys have any feeling or any like idea that the track was going to change that much from Friday to Saturday? No, I, I I was actually coming back Saturday, uh, thinking it was going to be like it was when we got there on Friday and we got to the track and got everything unloaded and everything. And I walked up. Because uh, we were parked right there, mm-hmm. and uh, come or yeah, in the middle of one and two, we I walked up to the fence and I looked at the track. And I'm like, that's gonna rubber up real yep. quick. And 
sure enough, when we went out there for hot lap qualifying, it was pretty much already rubbered up by then. It was. It was super dry, super, like, cracked up. Like, when I first got there, I got there about 1 o'clock that day, uh, riding mm. with the Ultimate guys. And I was like, this ain't going to be good. It, it doesn't matter how much water you put in, if, unless they just plowed the whole thing up and reworked the whole thing. It wasn't going to not rubber up and not be a completely different service compared to Friday. Friday, you, you guys are, uh, I believe, Reed's uh, fastest lap. Uh, they, they, they end up being the full pole was a 17.6, and I believe the quickest, I think, Andrew put down Saturday was an 18.2. So that's a huge yeah. difference on that big of a track. Huge difference. You know, uh, we, on Saturday, you know, we went and had lunch, and then uh, we went over and checked out the uh, Savoy Automobile Museum. I passed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, on our way in on Friday, I saw it, and when we got everything unloaded, I looked at my dad and said, did you see the museum? He said, yeah, I was like, we, we should go. And they have a bunch of cool, uh, cool vehicles there. Uh, anything from racing vehicles to, um, to, I mean, just anything you can think of, you know, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was I was talking to Kelly about it on the way back. I ended up riding back with him, and he was like, uh, him and other guy was riding with us. They were talking about the people or the companies that ended up buying it from the original owners, and he said they spent at least, there's obviously no way they spent under twenty million for that type of place. Yeah, low I mean, end. It's a beautiful facility inside and out. I mean, the grass is manicured perfect. Yes, uh, and they uh, they had a. Uh, uh, like an Oldsmobile uh, show going on, uh, like different type of Oldsmobiles. Yeah, on the outside in that parking lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, out the parking lot. There is parked in the grass, and you know, they, um, and like they had like a, uh, you know, basically where you walk around, they had numbers in front of each car, and they had a ballot, you know, uh, for a vote to see you know what car you know was the best presented car. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was pretty cool. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. That's cool. Uh, I, mean, I like to for, stop for at those 15 bucks, places. you can't beat it. Yeah, no, you really can't. That that's the type of stuff I like to do along the long trips I go. And I wasn't able to do this being because I was riding with people. But that's if I can make a stop and make a different type of memory, then uh, like obviously I love making the memories of the racetrack. But I can find a little another extracurricular activity. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, I mean you're at the track all day for us. You're at the track all day Friday, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know, you spend all day traveling and and at the racetrack that is what it is and then on saturday gates usually don't open up till two three you know four o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. you gotta check out of your hotel at like 10 11 o'clock sometimes so you have all those hours at 12 o'clock you know and we drive home after the race so um you know we're checking out and okay what are we going to do till the gates open yeah you know? find something so you know we, we started finding you know like uh when we went to uh, I-75, we went to a local uh, uh, cow farm That's and cool. did a tour, you know, how they how, how they produce the milk and everything else and, you know, and the, all the steps that goes into it, you know, and it's, it was pretty cool. I can't think of what it was called off the top of my head right now, but it was pretty cool. That's you know, really just interesting. Just to experience something different. Yeah. That's one of my things. Like I'm, I can't really. I'm trying to think of stuff off the top of my head. We cool, funny things I've done. Uh, usually, I just try to stop at other racetracks. Or like, I like going to abandoned ones. Uh, I used to live on the Outer Banks, and every time I made a trip coming uh, to there or from there, I've always stopped at the old East Carolina Motor Speedway. I'm not too sure what they're doing there now, but I always go there. Uh, 
illegally hop the fence <laughs> and just uh, <laughs> just go check it out, uh, wave at the security cameras there, take a photo from the flag stand, just chill for a minute, and then just get back going. But uh, yeah, so uh, I don't, honestly don't know too too much about you, but I know you're like particularly like pretty new to racing, especially in the front wheel drives. But how did you really like finally get your opportunity to start racing, and why did you do it with front wheel drives? Uh, I'm in my third year of, of racing ever. Uh, I've never really got behind the wheel of, and got out there and raced uh, before competitively. I've done you know, go-kart tracks and stuff like that for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad, uh, he lived in North Carolina pretty much you know, pretty much my whole adulthood life. And uh, about four or five years ago, he decided to that it was time for him to move to where I was. And he moved down here in the Edgefield, Augusta area. And uh, we went to a race at Screven and watched all the classes race. And when we left from there that night, I said, I want to race with those guys and talking about the SCDRA. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got a hold, you know, got a hold of uh, Josh Dawson, who is our lead tech guy right now. I uh, got a hold of him and he built, uh, built my roll cage. And, and I've been going at it ever since. And I absolutely love it 100%. Um, just love spending time with my dad. Um, it's something that we've always wanted to do together, but just, I never had the means or the real opportunity to do it. And, you know, to be able to do it now is such a blessing. And, you know, and I, I enjoy out being out there racing with Andrew Smith and John Wyndham and Brandy Gibson Jr. and James Clowkey and John Wisnat, you know, Reed Christensen, man. Yeah. It, it is a freaking ball for me. I have so much fun. I love going to I even like going to these local races like the Sumter Lakeview, mm-hmm. and I have a ball. And you know, I uh, I have hero cards, and I'll go up in the grandstands and with a stack of hero cards and a sharpie with my fire suit on, and you know, sign autographs for the kids, for the parents. And to me, growing up, I grew up at the dirt track. You know, my dad raced. Um, and I grew up at the dirt track and, you know, just to get to meet the drivers was such a thrill to me and to be able to give back and to see the joy on the kids' faces is one of the reasons why I love doing what I do. That's one of the biggest things. I I, I love that. I love being able to help back with the kids, whether it's anything like just going out in the stands with your fire suit that makes them go crazy, doing candy drop, cool stuff like that. Doing it for kids is one of the biggest things I I enjoy about it just because, as a kid, you never got to see, like me personally, I never got to see just race car drivers around. Yeah, I didn't go to local dirt tracks. The only time I really got racing in real life instead of just on TV was at NASCAR races. And you don't see the drivers walking up in the stands there. No, you don't see that happen. No, you don't. And, and that's what the kids love. You know, just like uh, I go up there, I go up there in my fire suit, and I can hear them, you know, oh, that's a race car driver right there. Uh, <laughs> You know, and like some kids are, you know, get real, they get real shy hiding behind their parents and stuff, you know, but they, they still want you to sign that card and give it to them, but you know, don't look in my face. (laughs) Yeah. I'll take, I'll take whatever Uh, candy or whatever else you have too. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Thank you, Stuckies. Yeah. Um, you know, Stuckies and SNH Green Stamps, they came on board last year and stayed on board for this year. Um, you know, and we still, you know, still promoting them. Um, you know, we got Funk Away and uh, Crocodile Cloths uh, for you know, for this season, and look to continue that uh, that partnership into next season. 
You you and, definitely seem like a guy that goes just a hundred percent all in with your sponsors and just how you present yourself, have yourself out there. Always have a great looking car. You got your tent above you with all your sponsors and your name on it. You got t-shirts. You do a really good job of like marketing yourself and putting yourself out there where people recognize, like if they've been to one race, they'll recognize you for the rest of them they go to. They're like, yeah, I know that 35, that, that's Kale. That, it, it, you've, you've made it really easy to market yourself and be able to promote what you're doing on track and or just around the track. Yeah, and that, that was yeah, that was another thing too. When we started doing this, it's like we want to stand out. We want people to recognize our say, recognize our brand, recognize our you know our car when it's on the track. Like I've seen that car before. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they 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 raced here last year. You know, a few times, and you know, it, we just like to be you know want to stand out. You know, we want to be eye appealing. Um, you know, and we don't want to show up with the, you know, a hunk of junk, you know, we, you know, like we just do it together and we don't care. Uh, we put a lot of time, dedication, um, I'm working in the shop nonstop, uh, between work and, and work, you know, like my regular job, I work on appliances for a living between that and working in the shop. I hardly have any spare time. Yeah. Um, you know, I have, I haven't gone on a full vacation because i consider my racing my vacation for the past two years mm-hmm. but i have not gone on a proper vacation in two years because uh between work and racing and uh just having fun you know i just don't have the time for vacation at the moment but luckily i'm gonna go i'm gonna go labor day weekend i said i said screw it i'm going what you gonna do labor day weekend uh are going to uh, myrtle beach uh, north myrtle beach for uh with my mom and her side of the family well, that's nice. I have a, one of my buddies at work. He does that about every year, but he switched up this year and decided to go on a thing called a honeymoon to like Montana or something. But uh, I think he's having fun out there too. But <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I really wouldn't mind uh, mind Montana right now with this heat. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> I bet it feels nice out there. I, I, I'll give him a call sometime. But I, I bet it feels great out there. I, I would love to be able to get out that part. The nearest family or anybody I know out in that area is I have uh, a nephew out in Wyoming, and they, they're like, "Yeah, you can co- you can come cover a race out here. You can come do whatever. You can come do your do, do your thing here." And I'm like, "Well, your track doesn't uh, is under a uh, what do you call it? You get no rain, so they don't have any. They're not letting them use any water to water the track. They're canceling half their races because they're not getting any money from running races." And it doesn't seem like they're pulling any car. So, it does, like, I love you guys. I'm still going to come out there, but it doesn't seem like it's a place I want to cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Or, like, uh, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, it's dark for, what, like, six weeks straight? Yeah, during the winter. I, I had another yeah. niece that lived out there when her husband was stationed with the Air Force. And it, it's, it, it can honestly just be too much for you. Hey, I could imagine. Yeah. And then, of course, her husband goes and gets deployed in Arizona, the polar opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I was looking at, uh, we're thinking about going to Sumter this weekend, if we can get this uh, you know, car squared away before then. I'll be there. And uh, I looked at, at Sunday when I got home, you know, of course, took a shower and went to sleep because it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I got home at 5. Uh, I woke up and I looked at the, at the weather app and I'm like, it says 104 degrees next weekend in Sumter, and I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm researching that right hot. now. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. 
Yeah, uh, but yeah, we're thinking about going to Sumter, uh, you know, this coming up weekend. Uh, see if we can, you know, see if we can get the bugs worked out. Because man, we have had some crap luck uh, the past three weeks of racing. Uh, we went to Sumter, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, had some fuel pressure issues. We got that fixed. Went back, the, you know, last weekend, two weekends ago to Sumter, and the transmission mount broke, mm. and the engine was laying on the CV axle, and it just you know, snapped the CV axle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so got that fixed, went to, you know, went to Rome, qualified 14th, won the B main, uh, lap one going into turn three, get caught up in, you know, caught, caught up in that mess. And then on lap 30, uh, you know, get caught up in another mess, just no luck right now. Yeah. And, you know, with racing, it happens. That's all you can say. Exactly. Sometimes you just have to race your way out of it and just keep going. And yeah. then sometimes and, and it's still, you like, still can't you know, get out of it. I don't want to get this fixed and go to Sumter next weekend to see if we can change our luck around a little bit. Hopefully. And at least finish the 15-lap feature here. Yeah. you got The biggest thing still with how many races you've still been in just the short two, three years, it, it, still seat time is just massive. Yeah. Uh, uh, my third time ever being behind the wheel of this race car was at Bristol Motor Speedway. Yeah, I read that on your uh, – on your my race pass earlier and i found that crazy i couldn't even imagine i mean I, i've been behind the wheel once and that was at southern national with how much crazy that banking is i can't even imagine with how big bristol and just how like how much prestige and stuff is that place it was, was it a little bit intimidating or were you just so hyped up and ready to go uh, i mean you're sitting outside the track you're know, waiting to go in and those butterflies are there and you're mm-hmm. like uh, what have i got myself into you know um, and, but when you pull through that, uh, you know, that, uh, tunnel underneath the grandstands and pull mm-hmm. out to the racetrack, uh, it's like the sound of your engine, even though I had a stock Ecotech engine in yeah. the sound of that engine, I mean, it, it vibrating off of those grandstands, I mean, just chills I imagine and, I pull, it and you pull out to the track and you can feel the tackiness and you can hear the tackiness from the tires rolling over it. You're just like, Oh, this is going to be so much fun. And pull down to the infield, adrenaline's going. You don't, and you don't even think about it from there. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. All you, all you think about is this go time. Yeah, that that just sounds like a dream. That that just sounds insane. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we had we had a stock cat, uh, EcoTech engine in there, and uh, uh, and j- just the the G forces that I was feeling from that was insane. Like the first two laps, I was dizzy. I imagine you were how like much it might pull you to a siders down the seat with the forces you're feeling through that it probably probably where's you I, I just still can't even imagine how how cup guys do it for 500 laps there yeah uh, I said I said the same thing yeah but uh, probably the probably the best track that we have been to though has got to be 100% Eldora yes uh, I love Eldora everything from you know the track conditions to the track employees. I mean, we were treated, we were treated like royalty there. Yeah. And it, it was such a great experience. It was, uh, it was supposed to have been a 14 hour drive that turned into a 17 hour drive. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, drive. We, I made got, it a month we ago. St- we got stuck on I 40 for three hours in the same spot God. because an 18 wheeler tanker tip, uh, tipped over right past the Maggie Valley exit. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly. So they had to clean that up before they let anybody through. 
and literally we're sitting on the interstate on the guardrail for three hours. And uh, my dad go, my dad goes, all right, uh, Kale, go uh, go back in the trailer, grab some hero cards, and I want you to start walking around to every car, huh. signing autographs, and handing them to the kids. That's sweet. How'd that go? Oh, it, it went great. People love it. I mean, they didn't know what was going on, and then they, when they realized it, they're like, oh, okay. That's Did you cool. put your fire suit and helmet on too? No, I didn't do all that. I probably should have. That would have been, been good. Or <laughs> even funnier, it would have been just walking around with just your regular clothes and your gloves. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, I, I was just, yeah, I just had my, you know, just regular shirt and yeah. I had my hat, you know, I had a hat on, you know, but, um, but I mean, I was just in regular street clothes and, you know, hey, we're bored. You got to find something to do. Yeah, that's still sweet to put yourself out there like that. That is. Like most people don't think about that. Like most people don't think like, yeah, I'm stuck on this highway. Let me go promote. <laughs> let me go. Let me yeah. go find the kids and give them my haircut. I mean, one, them. One, awesome. one of your one of your best tools is promoting yourself. Yes. Promoting yourself because if you don't promote yourself, then nobody's nobody's going to promote you. Exactly. You have to promote yourself. If you don't put out a good image, you know, then you know people aren't going to listen. That's been that's been one of the hardest things for me to learn over the last six seven months because I was at I was at Winter Freeze and I was for some I'm usually a really outgoing guy and that type of stuff and I don't know when I got to Winter Freeze I just like froze up and uh, I was just like kind of staying to myself posting my little updates on Twitter doing whatever kind of doing my thing I was kind of just staying up in the tower staying a little warm and talking to a couple of people I knew here and there, especially like the late model guys. And then, and then now we're six months down the road at Rome. I'm hanging out, grabbing random beers and drinks from other people, eating people's food, hanging, talking to everybody. It, it's crazy how you like, you just get comfortable over time and just get more reps of just, uh, just doing whatever you do. It doesn't matter if you're behind the wheel and just start to become friends with people or do promoting races and, uh, posting about them like I do, it it just takes time overall, and just like I can't even imagine why it'll be like next season and ne- even beyond that. Like it's just it's just cool how you can it, once you start putting yourself out there, like once you get past like whatever anxiety or nerves you have at doing that, it's just crazy how you can grow. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, what, and also too, like one of the greatest great things about the SCDRA is we all help each other. Yes. Um, we all help each other. I can go to I can go to anybody's trailer in the SCDRA and talk to them and and have a conversation with them shake their hand hey how you doing you have a good night uh, you know what you what, what's y'all's plans you know <laughs> um, yeah you, we all and we all help each other any way we can uh, you know and even John Wyndham uh, Andrew Smith uh, to you know the Twisted Metal guys Kevin Boy Mm-hmm. Um, to Newman Presnell and Carson Laws and them, all of them know that they can come to my trailer and ask me for anything. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I would and I would do my best to help them out. Exactly. Some some of the best people or some people that have helped me out the most or just help promote me and stuff have all been from the from this community. Whether for me, it's been from Kyle with Front Wheel Drive Friday down to the Presnells. Them like when I put out the shirts and stuff, they went like bang give us seven shirts <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're just anybody down the way and even people i haven't even really talked to like i had john on the podcast and i went up to him on saturday 
And uh, I was like, hey. And he was like, hey, didn't really recognize you. I'm like, hey, I'm Evan with the podcast you did. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know who you were for a minute. And it's still like, I still have those encounters every way. It's, it's still still cool. I, I'm looking, what uh, Sumter is still at 101 for now. For UV index of 9 with a 38% chance of thunderstorms in the evening. Mm. I'm I'm planning to I'm planning to be there to cover the sprint cars. Uh, Carolina yeah, Sprint uh, Tour is going to be yeah, there. That, that's another reason why we're we're thinking about going to Sumter that weekend or you know this Saturday is because of the Carolina Sprint Car Tour. Yeah, and uh, I think that'd be pretty damn cool to see go around Sumter. Yeah, they are. Uh, they were just at Lawrence County this past week when we were at Rome. And they have two guys uh, battling pretty much for the all-time win, wins record. Uh, they have a bunch of cool little storylines and just characters in that series. They got Brianna Lawson. She's, I believe, 14 or 15. Uh, her first full season are running with a sprint car with a wing on her. Her dad's just getting her a 360 now, and they're going to go run USCS next weekend and beyond that. She already has two wins, becoming the first female winner and the first, uh, well, the youngest winner. Uh, he obviously got the boss man, Sean Vardell, just throwing his nuts over his shoulder and just sending it every corner. You got the young guy, other young guys like Ben, uh, Ben McCall, almost getting his first wins. You got the military guys, uh, Kyle and uh, Derek, that just went off to Korea and they'll be back in a year. They got a good bunch of characters. I really like a lot of those guys. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I really do look forward to watching that race. Um, but because honestly, when I go go to these races i hardly ever watch any of the races mm-hmm. uh the only time i really ever go, go up to the stands is to watch you know front wheel drive race or the scbrab mains mm-hmm. uh, and i've been and i pretty much i've been in all the a mains this year and pretty much last year so uh, yeah, i'm racing in them i don't have to watch them yeah, um, you haven't had much time yeah but i the, the only time I ever really go up to the stands to watch is like you know, Carolina Sprint Tour, or if we go to like a World of Outlaw show. Yeah, uh, we went to Talladega. Uh, we went to Talladega when they had the uh, World of Outlaws there. Yeah, back in April. Yep, uh, when NASCAR was across the street, and you know, just but uh, we didn't make it out for the feature. Uh, we had, the engine was kind of stumbling uh, during hot laps, and we couldn't figure out the problem, so we didn't want to take a chance on hurting the engine. And uh, so we loaded up and watched the, you know, watched the World of Outlaws, and then went on. Everything runs good at the shop, and you get out there on the track and develop a misfire for some reason. Exactly. I don't know how many times, even this year, I've seen people like, "Yeah, I got this new piece. I'm gonna try it out. We we just fix all this stuff. Everything should be good now." And even going out first time for hot laps, they'll have an issue. They'll have a misfire. They'll have something break, something happen, and then just. Make the whole night when they have some enthusiasm and look forward to it. Some shit goes wrong, and you—it's just it's just stuff you can't help. Ninety-five percent of the time, I feel like if you put if you put good work into it and do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have? Yeah, you've already been to a bunch of big tracks in the world, like Eldora and Bristol and places like that. You have any other tracks that are like on your bucket list? Uh, I mean, uh. I, w- I really would like to go to uh, go to uh, Golden Isles. That, I think that'd be a fun track. Or Volusia. I think it would I be Volusia's too. Freaking huge. Yeah, Volusia's same size as Eldora. Hmm. Um. Uh. I was really looking forward to that West Virginia race. Uh. 
Yeah, but we had problems that we uh, blew an engine at Sonoya, and we couldn't get one ready. And I wasn't about to show up to West Virginia with the stock EcoTech engine. Nope. (laughs) Well, I don't think too far of a drive. I don't think it would have mattered anyway. With uh, I think it was Andrew had like the pole by like a second. That, and that's still insane. That place being a five eight. It's my my buddy Michael that helps me out a little bit of this stuff. He was there covering mostly there just to watch the late models. But I'm like, hey, I know you don't respect these front wheel drives because they don't have them up north where you're at. Watch them front wheel drives, and then he didn't even get to see them go because <laughs> they end up yeah. having the rain and uh, just splitting the purse and that stuff. I I hope they just don't fully ditch the effort at. Um, at West Virginia, I hope I, they just had some bad luck, some tough races the, the last two, three years. They've brought it back, and I, I'm just really hope the whole Pensboro project comes together. I, I just that would be just a crazy event. Uh, Kelly got the text of what, uh, or somebody got the text of what the date's going to be for the front wheel drives uh, being up there next year. Uh, it's it's looking like they're eventually going to be on there. I don't think it was Kelly got the text. It was somebody else. It, it was Paul, but. <laughs> Um, <laughs> same thing. PNN. Yeah, PNN Live, PNN News Network. Or right, yeah, hey, Paul. I, I'm gonna say I appreciate everything that uh, that Paul Clayton is doing for us. Yeah. Um, he, he he puts in a lot of work, a lot of effort, and what in his craft and what he's doing. And he that kid is living his best life right now, and I'm happy for him. Yes, he is. Every single weekend, I'm like, I, I talk to him, I'm like. How are you just able to get up to all these uh, late model shows and stuff you've been going to? And he's like, I fly. I'm like, yeah, no, no shit, dude. Like, right. <laughs> I'm like, isn't your bank account hurting? He's like, yeah, it, it's hurting right now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just been hurting from when I went to Lernerville in June and went to Eldora for the million and then making it these couple of big, bigger races out of, out of town with SEDRA. I'm, I understand. <laughs> It, it, it takes a lot of dedication and, and heart into it. And there's plenty yeah. of people, Paul, uh, Trickshaw, uh, Kurt, he, he, his work has uh, just progressed through the year. He's only been doing this stuff for a few months when Kelly asked him to be the SEDRA photographer. His, his work's been awesome. Following him around while he's just shooting random stuff during the day, just the people around the track and the scenery there. Rome was beautiful. Rome was yeah. absolutely stunning. I loved it out there. Uh, um, the track surface was freaking amazing. I thought it was going to be horrible for the feature, mm-hmm. uh, but when we went out there, I mean, it was it was rubbered up, hammered down, and yeah, I was I was looking forward to racing in that A main. Yeah, um, there's a yeah, couple cars that were coming. I was really I was really surprised and happy with the with the track surface, you know, surface there. Yeah, um, but you know. I don't, I don't know, Rome. It, it, it was overall, I mean, a good experience. You know, I would say. I think it is too. I, I'm really excited for the whole rest of the year. Like you guys got Talladega coming up, and then a track that you do really good at Lakeview coming up after that. Finally, going to get the Beach Bash in six months late, and then finishing back off at Scriven. How do you feel about those uh, couple tracks coming up? Uh, I mean, Talladega's, you know, uh, Talladega's my birthday weekend. Awesome. Um, so, I, I, last year, it, the race was on my birthday, qualified second, ended up finishing fourth. That's sweet. And, you know, still my best finish, you know, in a SCDRA series race. And, uh, so, I mean, I feel real good about going back there. I had a strong run there earlier, uh, for earlier this year. Uh, we went for the World of Outlaws and then we went for another time, uh, and, 
I got outdueled by Lee Hutchinson and Michael mm-hmm. Trotter, which they're no slouches either. So, no, they're not. Um, you know, and and whatever Lee Hutchinson's got going on there at Talladega, he's got it going on. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if that's going to be one of the top guys when we go go there, so might as well let's go to Talladega and get some seat time there. And I, I really do look forward to going back there. Uh, Lakeview, I, I got a win there earlier this year, uh, pure luck. Was that the night uh, that Kyle uh, turned into a washing the, the, machine? That win, that win literally fell in my lap. I'm not even gonna lie. What happened in that race? Uh, I qualified eighth out of eleven cars, I think. Mm-hmm. And by lap four, that was the race that uh, Kyle Jinks uh, took his tumble down the back stretch. Turned into a washing machine. And um, uh, I think by like lap four, I was in third. That's crazy. And then and then we went back green and Wayne broke going into one and then I was second and then two laps later Bruce Denman broke and I'm in the lead. And sometimes that I, type of stuff just happens. <laughs> you can't yeah, even try to explain. I, I'm, it. Like, I'm like when I'm sitting there four laps in and I'm in third place, I'm like, All right, it's go time. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I really uh, like that. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm battling for a win here, and you got it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, we went to when we went to Sumter two week two weekends ago. <coughs> I qualified seventh out of eleven cars, and I made my way up to second. And you know, what I'm more proud of is that I didn't make contact with one single car going going through the field. That's that's and really impressive. All, all green flag, all green flag passes. You know, nobody broke in front of me. Nobody spun out, and made my way up to second before you know my transmission mount broke. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes the racing gods are on your side, and sometimes they're not. Yep, definitely is definitely like that. It's definitely you're either on one side or one side of the coin, or you're not. There's no middle. Either you got the luck, and the racing gods are blessing you, or they're striking lightning on you over and over. <laughs> yep, and uh, you know we got that Lakeview race I'm looking forward to, and of course Grevin. I mean, it, racing at that track is just it's awesome. Yeah, uh, it, I've struggled there, um, you know. But uh, only way I'm ever going to get better is get seat time and keep keep at it. Exactly. You don't even so, have as many races compared to Andrew Smith and the rest of those guys. They've been there thirty times at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, or more, probably more than that. Probably. You know, it's tough. It's tough to beat John. Or it's tough to beat John Wyndham there. John yeah. has got that place figured out. Yeah, he finally got that one there. <laughs> yeah, last month. Hey, I mean, he, he that that dude has had some you know, some shit luck. Yes, he uh, has for the past year, and he was he was finally able to pull through. You know, pull the victory off the of, you know the scrubbing race for the Rebel Yell here. And now I mean, I'm I'm happy for him because you know he deserves it. Man works hard. Yes, he does. And he, he's a he's a dang good driver. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I and I and I think Gibby's a dang good driver too. I think he um, is too. He, he got the winter freeze win. Uh, that was a, you know a huge win, 19k. You know, huge win. And he also got the Eldora win uh, when we went there mm-hmm. for that crown jewel. You know, Gibby can drive the. He, he can drive that car, and sometimes he literally drives the wheels off of it. Yep. He, he sure uh, does. You know, and, like, the situation at Rome, to me, that just looked like a racing situation. It didn't look like it was really anybody's fault. Nothing looked intentional. It just, you know, Rubbin's racing. Yeah, I do, too. 
And when and when you're not too sure of it being a racing deal, looking at the video, I can understand being that upset and doing something. But you guys just know how the rules are and the stuff that's been implemented from us uh, from the series having different issues in the past year or so for mm-hmm. him to get disqualified like that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, John, I think or I think John still pulled out a good uh, good finishing spot uh, for Rome. Yeah, I think it was sixth or seven. It was like sixth, seventh range, I believe. Uh, I know, and, I know and, Newman and, and Eddie came to the up, field. moved up in the points now. Yeah, he's right by. Oh, yeah, because he was pretty deep after all that bad luck at Scriven, Tri-County. Uh, Sonoya. Yeah, Sonoya, <laughs> obviously. Uh, I think I-75 really started turning it around for him, if I believe so. I can't remember where he finished there, though. Yeah, I, ju- I just hope that these boys can squash their, you know, squash their beat before it affects starts affecting other drivers. Yeah. Like I said, the, the Kentucky Florida Civil War is still alive. <laughs> yep. We gotta see it. They they've had both sides of because it's not just a one v one battle there. You got a couple guys on each side. Whether that's Brandon yeah, Dalton I mean, or that's yeah, uh, that's and, Walker Landum and, and other just people. Racing. Yeah, it really is, and. Uh, a little bit of, a, of its egos and pride too, and not wanting to not wanting to lose to the other after everything that's happened, and everybody understands that too. It's just it, out there. It's just racing. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it's still a privilege to race with those guys. Uh, you know, race, race with Gibby and uh, and racing with John and you know, and say the Florida Posse, Wayne Reisner, Payne Pickles, Walker Windham, and Walker's having a hell of a season. So yes, far. he is. Yeah, it's going to be a really tight points battle down to the wire at Winter Freeze next year. Yes, it, it, should, it should be interesting. I'm pulling it up right now because I saw it. Um, yeah, because I think uh, Walker's in the lead over Andrew yep. by like two or three points. Yeah, it goes Walker 183, Andrew 181, and then Reed down in third with 158. Yeah. And I believe, okay, yeah. Now the rough, the only rough finish that's really holding um, Reed back fully is his Sonoya win, and then a little bit of the disappointing run that he had at Rome because of um, I I can't think of what his issues really were, but he was looking super strong through the whole weekend through the beginning part of the feature. Yeah, because he, he led the first portion of that race. Yeah, it was about fifteen laps, ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, one track I wish I could go back to is Boyd's. Yeah, I I wish that place didn't go by. I never Uh, got a chance. I I, I think it was like a week before they made that announcement. I looked at my dad and I told him that if Boyd's had a a race, whether it was a regular show or SCDRA race, I wanted to go. Like, if we we have a weekend off and they're having a race, I don't care if it's just a regular points race, three hundred dollars to win. I want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I got some unfinished business at that track. <laughs> well, why do you have unfinished business there? Uh, we went there last year for our well. Yeah, you know, we had the winter freeze, and then we went to Boyd's, and uh, it rained out on Friday. It was the first race on our uh, on our new engine, and I go out and qualify second. And I, for the feature, I jumped out to the lead and led the first 25, 26 laps before I made a rookie mistake and uh, sent me, and my left front locked up and sent me spinning and couldn't 
couldn't get back couldn't get back up to the front and car just what or something happened to the left front rotor uh locked up on me but oh. it's you know just rookie mistake under caution on my part yeah I, stuff I gotta learn from yeah i really and, wish you could and, get that yeah i, I kind of uh, like you know out there in the lead i kind of felt like ricky bobby you know uh-huh. i don't know what to do with my hands right now <laughs> pretty much i don't know how to turn this wheel right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, you know i would green flag would drop i'd jump out to about a half a straightaway lead and hold it mm-hmm. and you know it, it was my race to lose and i lost it uh, and you know, f- you know feel bad about it but you know two i'm in my second year of racing at that point and mm-hmm. i'm leading an scdra series race yeah uh still a big accomplishment know, so i mean i was pretty excited about that and we've had a lot of high hopes and just haven't been able to get get back up to the front and uh but we got we finally found some speed you know these past three weeks of racing and um you know, we, I felt like we were pretty strong at Rome, and, you know, I think that we could have finished top five if, you know, if, if luck would have been on our side. I definitely think you could have. It just, it just like like we've been saying the whole episode, it's just things have to go your way, and when they don't, they don't, and you just have to keep going after that, and that definitely seems what you've been doing, just trying to stay on track and just keep everything going. Uh, also, yeah. shout out to Paul for being 66th in SCDRA points right now with zero points. Um, <laughs> God, come on, Paul. You got to do better than that, buddy. I feel like you can at least get the top 20 by this point. I scroll uh, the bottom yeah, just yeah, seeing we, who's we, down there. Yeah, we decided to race, you know, race Chevrolet. Everybody else is racing Hondas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we wanted to be different. Um, I don't – everybody can be – pretty much anybody can go and be fast in a Honda. Why don't you be – why don't you, you know, hop in a Cavalier and learn how to be fast in that? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm uh, you know I'm behind the eight ball, and I'm trying to figure it out, and we are going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, how so, much determination and, and passion got for I it? Absolutely, have a ball doing it. <laughs> you know, and this is one fast Cavalier that we have put together, and yeah. it's, it's been a straight privilege to drive it. Definitely seemed like it is. Uh, down the road, I definitely, or not even that far away, I see you definitely getting that first series race under your belt. Uh, how much determination and passion you got for it, and just the, you're just not going to lie down and not get it. I, you're going to get it down the road. So that car, all the cards are going to fall in your favor, and you'll get it down the road. I just have a feeling with it. Yeah, thank you, man. I, I sure hope so. Uh, yeah, we we gonna work for it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's all you can do, really. But yeah, before we got out of here, you want to thank your sponsors again. Anybody helps you out in the car uh, before you get out of here for the night? Yeah, uh, you know, give a shout out to Fuck Away and Crocodile Cloth, uh, or Crocodile Cloth, yeah. And um, A&A Dryer Vent Service, Damon's Portable Air Tool Repair, Fishbowl Lounge, uh, Run and J Racing Engines, Renegade, and that Run and J Racing Engines, he's put together some two badass engines for me. Um, you know, first and foremost, I need to thank my dad. He's He's been that rock for me. Uh, he helps me put together uh, this hot rod. Uh, my mom and my dad, uh, my stepdad Jeff, my stepmom Patty, uh, my my other crew chief Bear, all my family, uh, family and friends that support me. It does not go unnoticed. Um, you know, and just all the support from you know, any SDBRA guys. You know, from James Clowkey to Chris, I can't even pronounce his last name, Venezuela or something like that. Van Osel or something. I can't ever pronounce his last name. 
uh, you know, to John Wyndham to, and Eddie McGrew is, he's always been a rock for me. Uh, Newman Presnell, uh, Gibby, uh, Shannon Barnhill, man, that guy has been, that guy has given me some great advice along the way. I'm just happy to see him back at the track. Yes. And that terrible accident that he had and, I'm, and that, Beautiful looking car that yeah. he put out on that track. I love the that new That thing was nice. Yeah, and he, he got a good a finish job. out of it too. Kudos to Shannon Barnhill on that X car. That was a good looking hot rod right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. You know, uh, you know, my buddy John Wisnat. He lives here. In, uh, lives here in Trenton uh, with me. He's he's helped me from day one. Um, you know, Chance. You know, his son. Uh, he's helped me. You know, nothing goes unnoticed, guys. Thank y'all very much for the love and the support, and I'm having an absolute ball doing what I'm doing. Awesome. Well, Cal, I appreciate you coming on and giving me, like, I don't know, 45 minutes of your time on this uh, Monday night. This is going to be posted out tomorrow. But, yeah, I appreciate you coming out here. It's awesome. It was great to see you uh, at Rome. Don't piss off Kelly during the driver's meeting again. And, uh, uh, yeah. I know that. I, I totally <laughs> missed it. I totally missed it. I did not hear him say. <laughs> Ten lock-in. Like, All right. <laughs> yeah, because it was 11 lock-in the week before, I thought. Yeah, or the month uh, before. The past couple of past few yeah. races, 11 locked in. And I, I, just, I missed it. I did not hear him say it. My bad, Kelly. My bad. <laughs> so you know, good chance he'll, there's a good chance he'll be listening to it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, thanks for coming on, buddy. And I'll probably see you either at Sumter this weekend or good chance Saladega next month. All right, sounds good, bud. All right, have a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Kale. Uh, we will see him and the rest of the SCDRA guys down the road in a few weeks at Talladega Short Track out in Alabama. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to be making my first time out there. Uh, we'll just see. I'll let you guys know closer to the day if I'm going to be end up making it out there. It's about four and a half, five-hour trip for me. But, yeah, let's get into this past weekend's slate of racing. Uh, since we've already been talking about it, I'm just going to go over Rome and how Ultimate and the SCDRA went. Uh, like a lot of people know, the the Ultimate Super Late Models did not have that many cars. There was a lot of different shows around, and they pulled 12. The Carolina Clash at Harris had 15. We'll go over that race in just a couple minutes. But this race had pretty much the Ultimate regulars and like some local Georgia guys. And a lot of bigger names, they were at the Hunt the Front show that was at East Alabama. They had a good show overall. I heard it rubbered up at the end. But uh, congrats to... Jimmy Owens, I almost said Dale McDowell, but he won the topless. Uh, congrats, Jimmy Owens, getting that one at East Alabama. But let's just go over everything. Uh, just going to breeze through that because it was pretty much just a Tyler Millwood domination. Picking up, I believe it was his second career Ultimate Super Late Models win. And he got the win over Michael Page and Rambo Franklin. Fourth was our boy Anthony Sanders. Fifth, Austin Smith. Uh, Willie, who is also another championship contender besides Rambo and Anthony, he was seventh. Eighth was Doug Sanders. Tenth was Will Rowland. And at 12 cars started it. Uh, qualifying and hot laps was both, uh, I almost said Will Rowland, it was Tyler Millwood. Uh, but SCDRA, we already went over a good bit of it with Kale. But overall in qualifying uh, from night one, it was a lot faster. That was our boy Reed Christensen. If you haven't listened to his episode, go listen to it from a few weeks ago. Uh, he's an awesome dude. I, I love talking to him. He's just really, really cool dude. Really nice, awesome to me. And just everybody else to talk to him. If you see Reed at the track, you'll see him at a bunch of local shows here and there. You'll see him posting. He'll be there. 
Um, go see him. Go talk to him. Go, go tell him Evan sent you. <laughs> but uh, in the B features, it was John. Honestly, B feature one was stacked. We got John Wyndham, SCDRA champion, Presnell champion, Donovan Beecham. Met him for the first time. Shout out Donovan. Uh, Brandon Dalton, a top contender. Walker Wyndham, top contender. Bruce Denman, series regular. It's always running strong. Shout out to Shayna Barnhill being in that new X car. I know me and Kale talk about it. that thing is beautiful. It's just great to see him back on track after his uh, nasty wreck a few months ago. And then for B feature two, Kale Deese won it, obviously. I already talked to him about it. Second was Eddie McGrew. Third was John Wisnut. Fourth was Clay Smith. Fifth was Rafael De Jesus that tra- transferred in. Uh, Jacob Bright and a couple other people made it in during the, uh, well, not during, but through provisionals. Uh, ninth was Marcus Smith. He had that nasty flip you've probably seen on the Doing What social medias. I think I have it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, yeah, you can find it on that stuff. Nasty flip on a front stretch and a wreck, including Zach Sloan, who's a Lancaster regular. He's picked up a lot, a lot of wins this year. But uh, driver is okay, just a rough tumble flip. And i uh, just glad to see him okay after that one. But in the feature, really interesting feature. We've already gone over everything with uh, John Wyndham and Brandon Gibson. We've gone over that the entire season. And Honestly, I was just upset. I, honestly, I was upset during the feature. Like, yeah, it was entertaining, but it just sometimes the shenanigans just become too much. I'm just like, what, what the hell? Like, <laughs> uh, but shout out to our boy, uh, former guest of the show, Andrew Smith, getting on, uh, getting the win. He was on about a couple months ago. Go listen to that one. You haven't checked it out. Sorry about the audio issues on that one. Uh, warning. But Wayne Reisner second. Shout out to Wayne. Third was Walker. Fourth was Isaac Gibson, and fifth was our boy Newman Presnell moving up from. 13th, and from 14th, right behind him was the boy, Eddie McGrew. John Wyndham battled back to 7th. Bruce Denman from 22nd to 8th, strong run. Shannon Barnhill, 21st to 9th. And from 25th to 10th was Joseph Thompson. Honestly, I don't know that much about Joseph. I'm just going to kind of mention the top contenders for championship. Reed Christensen went from 1st to 17th, had some uh, mechanical issues to the feature. Uh, Kale in 22nd, Brandon Dalton 21st. Uh, and Brandon Gibson was DQ'd and what ended up being 27th and ended up not getting paid, I believe. And that's it for SCDRA. Like I said, their next event is going to be Talladega in a couple weeks. Uh, some of the other guys are going to be doing some other events around. So uh, find your favorite driver in a series and see if they got a front-wheel drive class coming up and uh, see what SCDRA guys you got coming around you. It's a great series. Um, but for Ultimate, they have a race upcoming this weekend. Is going to be the reopening of the former Friendship Motor Speedway up in Elkin, North Carolina. There, now obviously, we talked about a few weeks ago, kind of predicted with Nick Dietz. It is now the Ultimate Motorsports Park, and they're going to be hosting a 7,500-to-win Ultimate Super Late Model Show alongside with the Mid-East Modifieds. Make sure I get this right. Mid-East Modifieds, and I believe it's Open Wheel Modifieds. Yeah, yeah, uh... Make sure I get this right for you guys. Yeah, 7,500 win supers, 500 start, midi 602 crate late model, 700 win, and then 600, uh, 602, 602 modified, 700 win. Uh, adults will be 20 for grandstands, and the pits are going to be 40. And then, yeah, 400 kids free. And if you want to get your ATV or pit bike in there, 10 bucks each. So, good show. Go out there and uh, support them up there. I don't think I'm going to be there this weekend because. I believe I will be at Sumter Speedway covering the Carolina Sprint Tour. I haven't been able to, I haven't been able to see them since honestly their season opener at Harris Speedway back in March. 
and I uh, decided to kind of stay around town. I've had some uh, car issues I've told you guys about a little bit. Uh, car's going to be good, but just tight money, so I'm just going to be staying around town. Uh, closer to me, like I've said before, Sumter's like 45 minutes, and I just want to go see some sprint cars. I haven't seen any since Eldora, so I want to go see Sean, Ben, and Brianna, and the boys, and everybody else, and uh, just go support them, uh, do some coverage for them. All the live updates are going to be on X, also known as Twitter, uh, on the Do Much on Dirt X account. <laughs> it's so hard to say that, but this past weekend, they were at Lawrence County. Let me pull that up real quick. See me. Some tracks and series, it's hard to remember what they have everything on. I forget that Lawrence is on MRP now. But yeah, August 19th. It was Brandon McLean picking up himself another victory in his 21B. It was our boy Ben McCall picking up his career best finish. Jake McLean, Brandon's brother, finishing in third. Our boy, former uh, friend of the show, or no, he is a friend of the show, former guest on the show. George Laux, he is in fourth. Fifth was John Frucci, Kel Kozad sixth, Robert Tyler seventh, Brianna Lawson had a flip and ended up in eighth. Sean Verdell was running strong but had some rear end issues, I believe so, so he was ninth. And yeah, 12 car field as a standard for uh, Carolina Sprint Tour. So if you end up thinking of coming to Sumter this weekend, come on out. I'll be there. And let's see what else we have. We had the Carolina Clash was at Harris Speedway. And, man, I am just so happy to tell you that Gray Parton won his first Super Late Model race. He is one of our boys, uh, one of my good friends I've really started to talk to every time I see him at the track and uh, Snapchat and just stuff like that. And uh, he won his first Super race with the Carolina, Carolina Clash Super Late Model season in the middle of his rookie season. I'm actually going to pull up the Carolina Clash points real quick. To see how he's doing. I believe he's leading that rookie points. He should be very easily. Uh, I don't think these points are updated. Excuse me. I think Gray. Uh, let me. I want to make sure these points are. Yeah, no, these points are good. So right now it's Ben Watkins with a 75 point lead. 70 do i know yeah 75 point lead over gray and then back behind gray is adam yarborough and gray is actually the only rookie running for points so gray congrats on your rookie of the year pal congrats on getting your first win uh i've saw a couple clips of it I haven't actually been able to go back and watch it on xr but looks like it'd be a great battle between he, him and steve banal that's a local win from him uh i know i've been shouting out a bunch of a bunch of the homies that have been on the podcast before but go listen to gray's episode uh me and him grow up by each other uh, just awesome, dude. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. And uh, congrats to Gray on your win at Harris. Their next races coming up, I believe, is Lancaster on September 2nd. I am confirming this. I believe is Lancaster on September 2nd, and then they're going to be at Cherokee for the Hall of Fame race on Sunday, September 3rd. Uh, Lancaster is 5000 to win, and Cherokee is 7500 to win. Just making sure of that. Also, uh, happy birthday to Marion Limbaugh, owner of the Carolina Clash. Yeah, 5,000 win, like a stir, 7,500 Cherokee. Uh, great weekend. There's a good chance you'll see me at one or both of these somehow. We'll see how all that goes. That's in two weeks. I still got plenty of time to decide what I wanted to do. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any more left for our series. We talked SCDRA, we talked Carolina Sprint Tour, we talked Ultimate and Clash. But yeah, let's get into uh, two of our tracks raced this past weekend. Carolina Clash is off until the Bam Street Stock Qualifier on September 2nd. I believe, uh, I believe that's our next event. But let's go check out what happened at the place your mom warned you about, Cherokee Speedway. Obviously, if you want more info about it, check out uh, William Richards' Cherokee Chatter podcast. I'm not too sure if he did an episode this week. Uh, he was out of town announcing the Street Stock Nationals at Why Not. Uh, man, I really wish I got to see more of that. I was just riding home going over the results uh, Sunday morning after Rome. But, yeah. Uh, it looked like just a weekly show. The 602 modifies with the Mideast rules. And no 604s. They had 60. Yeah, no no street stocks, no 604 late models, and they had the GM Performance 602s. So this is just all my results off of MRP. I believe results might be a little different. But Renegade Sportsman was won by David Lucas. The GM Performance 602 late models was won by our boy John Ruggiero Jr. He was also the quick time. Thunder Bombers won by Mark Tau. The two heat winners were Luke Doggett and Mark Tau. Extreme 4 was won by Jonathan Surratt. Crown Vic V8 was Jonathan Surratt as well, doubling up. Nice. We've seen him do that like once or twice at Cherokee this year. Uh, not Cherokee, at Carolina this year. Whenever Scott Kloniger has a man winning at Carolina, it's been Surratt or a couple, like him or two other people. Pure Sock was won by Dustin Morris, and then the Mid-East Modified so was won by Billy Thompson. Now we're going to hop over to East Lincoln Speedway, the Bull Ring, and let's see what they had going on this weekend. I know Cody finished second in Pro 4. Uh, but let's just go see. They had an enduro happening. They had 85 cars for their classes. Uh, Renegades was won by Duck Rowland. I believe he's won a few races this year. Congrats on your win. Randy Powell picked up the victory in Pro 4, which has been a long time coming for Randy. Hasn't had one in a while. Uh, he won it ahead of Cody Verbose and Jerry Oliver. Uh, pretty decent standard field for um, East Lincoln. They have 15 cars. That's, still, that's a great car count compared to what some tracks get and even some series at that track. Uh Last week's Dumich, one of the Dumich drivers of the day, Alex DiPietro, picked up the win in the Thunder Bombers. Front wheel drive was won by Alan Wyatt. Powder Puff was Keitha Martin, which I believe that was her first career win, so congrats. And the Pure Stock V8 was won by Gene Lawden, and Enduro was won by Ray Tony. We've went, we've seen him win some of these before uh, with Enduros and Crown Vicks and stuff like that. Congrats on your win, Ray. And yeah, that's all the results this week for Dumich on Dirt, all the results. Uh, with all my series, with late models, the sprint cars, front-wheel drives, and local tracks. I uh, really uh, thank you guys if you made it this far in the episode. I, trust me, I've been looking at this analytics of how many people make this in. So if you're a real one, um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Just thanks for making it this far. And also for t-shirts, uh, already starting to look low on a couple of sizes. Just based off uh, t-shirts, I had to get to people at Rome and stuff like that. And once I got to ship out to people. So uh, let me know uh, if I don't have you on the list, but if I, you've already said that you want a shirt and I have you on my list, uh, I will be getting a hold of you soon to get payment and get that shipped out to you. But if you already paid, I'm probably going to be shipping out to you in the next couple of days. Uh, it's been kind of difficult. Uh, my car's in the shop right now, but going to get all that stuff figured out and end up uh, starting to have to make a wait list for uh, another, another batch of them. I might get them made in like a gray or a white next time and uh, see how those would turn out uh, just let me know what, what different colors anything you guys want red gray uh, more black white blue uh, I'm pretty much down for anything what you guys want uh, black ones is doing awesome uh, 
thanks to everybody that's been helping me out and uh, getting the t-shirts. It's just awesome to see people wearing stuff with my brand on it. It's really, I don't know if it's gratifying or like kind of humbling too. It's like, man, people actually want to wear stuff with my my name and stuff on it. It's really cool to me and I just thank everybody for uh, for the support and everybody just supporting the podcast and if you made it this far thank you <laughs> and uh shout out to uh front wheel drive friday kyle bringing us the guest episode with kale he was awesome i uh, honestly wasn't expecting him to go that long also like i said i believe i said earlier in the episode uh go to drinkvictory.com and use the code doomwich10 if you find any victory fuel or any of their merch they want i uh, can't wait to get mine in a day or two uh have that shirt to rep at the track and be able to sit more of that victory punch they got that stuff is really good i know i enjoyed only one lukewarm one at eldora but if i enjoyed that stuff and it was barely cold i'm gonna love it ice cold and you will too so don't forget to go to victory drinkvictory.com and use the code doomwich10 uh helps me out sorry i'm plugging them a bunch i just uh, i really i do actually like their stuff and i'm not really gonna I don't, I don't really see myself really representing brands i don't really enjoy or like but yeah uh i hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, don't forget to like the doing which of the day. Suggest more people want me to do for it. Suggest more people want to be on the podcast. Uh, I might have a sprint car guy next week or have another person or two that's kind of stacked up from the Taylor episode last week. Uh, thanks for all the support on that one. Uh, the views has been really high. Uh, thanks to Taylor again for letting us in a shop last week. And yeah, I think that's uh, everything for this week. I hope you guys have a good one. Go go out and see a race. Don't forget to follow Doing Which on Dirt on all the social medias. Leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. It helps. I see a couple of y'all with five stars on Spotify. I appreciate it, but have a good week. I'll see y'all.